0: You see, I was looking for all kinds of excuses that were mostly outside of my control for reasons why this business wouldn't work. And I had one main purpose for that. I wanted to prove my mom wrong. (laughs) And I really hate to say this, but my mom is always right. I have yet to, I have not been able to prove her wrong. You see, my mom is right because this business works every single time. It doesn't matter, you know, what's the how you do it. If you follow our system, our system will work every single time podcasting from Wealthwave Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. This is Leadership Now, the official vision and strategy podcast of Wealthwave. JD mentioned I started in this business about 20 years ago, but if you would ask me a little over 20 years ago where I see myself in 20 years, this is not the place I would have told you where I would see myself. You see, ever since I was four years old, I decided that I was going to become a doctor. And the reason why I chose that profession was that at four years old, my father was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. And so I wanted to grow up to become a doctor so that I could heal my father and help other people as well. So everything I did in life was in preparation for this goal. And so when I got into college my first semester, two things happened that completely changed my life. The first thing that happened is that I discovered how much I really disliked studying chemistry and biology. (laughs) And that's obviously a problem if you want to be a doctor. And the second thing that happened is that my mother, who had been a school teacher and a librarian my whole life, told me that she's going to go into financial services and she's starting a whole new career. And for the life of me, I could not understand what a teacher and librarian was gonna do in financial services. Because up to that point in my life, I didn't even know what financial services was, let alone what a career in it might look like. So my mom kept asking me, kept asking me to come into her office to see what it is that she was gonna be doing. And I, just, I was really resistant to it, mostly because it was my mom. <laughs> and I was still going through that teen rebellion stage. It lasted for a really long time for me. And so when she asked me to come to her office to check it out, I just, I just didn't want to do it. But if you happen to know my mom, and I know a lot of people out there do, you would know that she's the most persistent woman on earth. So I knew I had two options. Either come out to the office to see what she was doing, or she was gonna nag me to death about it. So I chose the path of least resistance, and I came into the office that she was working out of just to kind of check out this thing that my mom was gonna be doing. But when I showed up to that office, it was really different than what I had expected. There was music going, the people were really friendly, and it seemed like it could actually be fun. So, I decided to to take a look at it, and they went through the whole presentation, and although the presentation sounded really nice, and, you know, it it seemed like it's a great business, and, and I thought they did great things here, but it's just not something that I saw myself doing. Mainly because... I couldn't understand anything that they were talking about. (laughs) At that point, I had no idea how money worked, except for how to spend my parents' money, which was pretty easy to do, because it was their money. So I had no idea how money worked. All the stuff that they had talked about in the presentation just completely went over my head, and I I was kind of clueless. And so there was one thing, though, that my mom told me after the presentation. She told me, you know, you can go on to become a doctor, But if you don't understand how money works, you're just gonna end up being a broke doctor. And that just hit me really hard right here, especially because I think it's just the way that a mother can talk to you and it really gets to you. But the second part of her message to me was that, you know, you can do this business part-time and still go on to become a doctor. And wouldn't it be nice to become financially independent so that you could spend one day per week and help people for free? I can't normally afford your treatments. And so even before I knew what my hot button was, my mom knew what that was. And so she painted this picture of what it would look like if I took my love of wanting to heal people and help other people and combine that with her love of education, we could actually go out there and make a significant difference in other people's lives. So even though I didn't really see myself doing this long-term, I decided to just give it a try. And so, you know, I I was an overachiever. You know, taking tests was easy, so I went and got all these different tests done. I got all kinds of licenses, and then I took it one step further. I went and I got my real estate license. Why, you might ask? Well, because in California, everybody everybody and their mama has a real estate license. (laughs) So I thought, I'm going to get a real estate license. So here I am at the old ripe age of 19. I have all kinds of licenses, more licenses than most people probably ever get in a lifetime and I was ready. I was ready for people to just line up outside my office and be ready for me to serve them. (laughs) Can you guys guess how many people are ready and excited to have a 19 year old take over their financial lives? Anybody? (laughs) Yeah, you guys guessed it, like nobody, right? So I started doubting myself and I thought, you know, I don't think this business is for me and I started making all kinds of excuses for why I can't be successful here. I thought, well, I need to be a little bit older, and maybe if I have a family, then people will take me a little bit more serious. Or, you know what, I should go back to school, study to become a lawyer, and then become the broker, the president of a major broker-dealer, and then come here and become successful, <laughs> like Kim Schooler. That, that sounds like a good idea. Or maybe, if I was a little bit taller, and I could articulate myself like that guy, then maybe people would take me more serious in this business. You see, I was looking for all kinds of excuses that were mostly outside of my control for reasons why this business wouldn't work. And I had one main purpose for that. I wanted to prove my mom wrong. <laughs> and I really hate to say this, but my mom is always right. I have yet to, I have not been able to prove her wrong. You see, my mom is right because this business works every single time. It doesn't matter, you know, what's the how you do it. If you follow our system, our system will work every single time. So, one of the reasons why it works is because we give families from all different walks of life, from all different backgrounds, the access that they need to not only education, but products and services that are typically reserved only for the wealthy and the affluent. And we start with education. Why? Because if he can't read, life is really hard. So when I asked my, my son, Aiden, who's five years old, he just turned five, if he could read what the cover of our book says, his face that he made was this. (laughs) Isn't he cute? So this is how you look like, and this is actually how I, that's a face I used to make when I didn't understand how money works, or I didn't understand how this business works. But if you stick around and you learn how money works, your your face changes. So when you learn how money works, and you have an education, you become financially literate, you basically start looking like my sweetheart. My daughter Fatima, who's uh, in seventh grade, she has that smirk on her face because she knows her future is bright. She has learned how money works pretty much from a very young age. Her whole life, she's known how money works. And when the book first came out, I gave a copy of that to her so that she could learn this firsthand from the book. And she was so excited to go out there and share this with all her friends. Can you imagine if we got this information into the, into the hands of every seventh grader out there and they got excited about this and just the kind of movement that we can create with that? So. This is why I I believe that Andy, Tom, and Steve, they're all just geniuses, because who would have thought a simple book like that, that is colorful and engaging and fun, could completely change your financial life? And so, again, if you would have asked me 20 years ago where I see myself, this is not the place, but I'd like to share with you just a couple of things that I've learned over the last 20 years of being an entrepreneur that I believe of what it takes to become a successful entrepreneur. So the first thing you need to have in order to become successful as an entrepreneur is you need to have courage. And if any of you are familiar with the song The Champion by Carrie Underwood, you're, you're going you're to probably think that some of this is familiar. When I actually for- heard the song for the very first time, I thought that Tom Matthews had hired Carrie Underwood to write a song about wealth wave Champions, because <laughs> everything about that song just resonates with me so much. But you have to have courage to do something different. You also have to do this with honor, and and our career has a lot of honor because I can't think of anything more honorable than going out there and changing people's financial literacy and then changing their financial futures forever. You also have to have a great attitude because life will give you a lot of different tests, and the way that you handle those tests, uh, your attitude determines how you handles handle those tests, and so the. M is for motivation and what I love about our business is that when we're having a particularly maybe hard time or maybe our motivation is running low, we also have mentors that can help us and bring us back up and show us which way we need to go. The P stands for persevere because everything in life that we do, we have to be persistent and we also have to be consistent. So perseverance is probably one of the most important um, aspects of success. And so that's one of the things I actually admire the most about my mom, is that she is the most persistent person I have met. She's a Scorpio, and my husband also happens to be a Scorpio, so there's, there's got to be something about that with, with the Scorpio charm. Um, the I is for integrity. You can't be success, successful in this business, or probably in any other business, if you don't have a lot of integrity. And talking about innovative career, we are the innovation in financial services. Wealthwave is disrupting the status quo of financial services. We're the ones that's at the forefront of innovation. You have to be open. Say yes if an incredible opportunity presents itself, even if you don't know how to do it, because you'll find a way to get it done. And of course, never give up, because the only way that you would fail is by giving up. Now, if you guys had asked me how I did it, I would just tell you guys I just did it from the heart. And if you lead with your heart here at Wealthwave, There's nothing that you cannot accomplish. So thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Now, Wealthwave's official podcast. If you like this episode and want to hear more, check out wealthwave.com slash podcast or Leadership Now on iTunes. Join us each week to grow as an entrepreneur and succeed as a leader in the financial business with Wealthwave.